Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. New shows every day. Find us at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. everybody, welcome to episode uh, 231 of Red Wings Rant, where time reigns in a passion, please, for your Detroit Red Wings. Finally, I have a home and Mike couldn't keep up. Haha, you got it wrong. You know what, a big dummy. Haha, stupid dumb, dumb, dumb face. I'm a bit, Mike's a big idiot. Oh, man, what a big idiot Mike is. Oh, uh, he's a big, dumb, dumb, stupid, dumb idiot. Dumb, dumb, dummy, dumb, dumb. <laughs> I don't know why that makes me. Oh, and I kept Mike muted. So he was eating a bag of chips when I hit go live. So as much as what? I wanted you guys all to hear that bag of chips going down. <clears throat> all right. Well, it looks like uh, Matt uh, broadcasting live from the surface of the sun. Once again, Matt, how are things out in outer space? <laughs> uh, it's pretty hot down here, actually. I have a space heater going, but it's probably like 80 degrees right now in this room. So at some Ooh. point, I'm going to walk over and turn that space heater off because uh, I'm already breaking a sweat. Um, Mike, we have 100 comments already. Um, I let the good folks know that you might be dead. Uh, hey, we had Ace. Ace was the first one to comment. He was he was here on time. And he's like last last time started early. Now it's starting late. Um, Jared bet uh, they were both talking to each other, and Mike forgot to click a button. So hey, wait a minute, Jared. Bet. <laughs> I like that one. To the effect that we've just been chatting, like as if there was so much to chat about for Red Wings hockey. 
one of us was uh, visiting their friend Ronald McDonald and got stuck in the drive-thru. Oh, so you were home? I was home. I was making a grilled cheese. So, yeah, when I told you coming, you are supposed to be like, oh, no, Matt. Matt's finally home from McDonald's. I'm not going to go thumping down the stairs when I get a go, fresh grilled cheese. you got to go thumping down the stairs when Matt says he's home with his McDonald's. I ate my McDonald's on the way home, by I the had way. A little, I had a little oh, Cajun man. turkey breast in there, a little pepper jack cheese. Woo-wee! You guys, so, you guys would understand. Yeah, I do need to ask, too. Like I know we're doing banter <laughs> now, but with the our good friends on YouTube, I can't see. Is this... So uh, clearly, I have a family. <laughs> as far as you, as far as you all know, because of what I've told you, I have a family. But is this still like bachelor life that I haven't put curtains in my office? Like there isn't a solution to this. There isn't uh, a shade. There's no curtain here. It's just a wide open window right into my face, so that through these summer months, this will continue. This will be an ongoing thing until matt takes the time to put up curtains yeah, it's it's very confusing i mean we're used to like a man cave uh being more cave-like and not um you know so blinding it's just you know what it's just so goddamn hot in here oh my god yeah we're you're sweating it up you're white hot matt can you just throw your sweatshirt over the window i have nothing to hang it on it's just a wall can you get a nail and just kind of Two nails, kind of. Well, yeah. Stretching. I mean, if if I had one. Anyway, if you if um, you kind of kind of move your head, maybe kind of right right there. Don't move so much. We can see your right. face. It's the yeah, oh, I've been to, Yeah. I'm trying to keep an eye on that. All right. So for all the podcast listeners, I'm just completely. What if you put your hood over your head? Does that help? Go flip the old hat around. Yep. There you go. Nope, that didn't do anything. But we it did. It looks really chubby, doesn't it? I feel like it really chubs up my cheeks. Um, <clears throat> Chewy loves good grilled cheese. Chewy, thanks, Chewy, man. for the support. I appreciate that. Uh, Jared calling out there. Anyone else buffering? As I can, as far as I can tell, no one else is. So Jared, usually, like, usually Matt will see mine screw up, or Matt, or I'll see Matt's. I think I said that correct. But right oh. now you're coming in. You're coming in clean. Is this better? Actually, if I just did. Can you kind of? Can you kind of Fernando ride me it a little bit so we can? Other way. There you go. Uh, How's that? No. Uh, I don't know. Now that hat looks too big for your head. Like you look like little <laughs> little little sluggers first baseball cap kind of thing. Uh, performance art hasn't had McDonald's in five years. Performance art. What are you doing? Get on that. Hey, it's per the performance art. Youth. You know what? Me too, buddy. <laughs> what? I haven't been to McDonald's in a really long time. Yeah, it's you been years. You haven't been to McDonald's probably. in five years. Yeah, I just go we to Taco to talk Bell. About this. Yeah, I go Why to Taco Bell or I'll go to Wendy's if I want to feel classy. You know, because <laughs> now it's like ten bucks for a value meal. Um, performance art says uh, it looks like I have all the answers. Um, well, we know how not true that is, and. Uh, Mike, there's another team that doesn't have any answers for the Toronto oh, Maple Leafs. One. <laughs> Going down three nothing to the mm-hmm. Maple Leafs. Um, I I don't know. I don't know how much I want. Like, what do we even want to talk about here? You know, 
like I, I came up with two topics, Mike, and pretty much that's because the last thing I want to do is talk about uh, this game. Is what are we gonna get out of it? It was. Uh, I mean, I still I still celebrated when it was over. I still celebrated when it was over because we've only got one more of these things, and then we can do the off season. Right, and that's. Uh, I mean that that's really what we want to talk about, right? Uh, we we've got uh, we've got the twenty fifth spot, which means we have the eighth best odds right now for the first pick. That's I think that's the best way to put it. That makes the most sense on how to how to put that, right? Uh, yeah. We are one point separated from Buffalo. Buffalo has two games in hand as of right now, as we're recording seven. Oh, there's the burp. Seven thirty six p.m. on April twenty seventh. Um, Ottawa, one point below us, also two games in hand. Uh, so we have we have the potential, Mike, to have the ninth best finish, or the eighth will stay put, or the seventh. Yeah, not the sexiest positions um, available here, um, especially with the Red Wings probably going to get seventy four points. Um, so we really need Ottawa to win out and uh, Buffalo to win. One I I think I think we're going to lose to New Jersey. I think New Jersey's going to cap off their season at home with a big win. I think I think they're going to look good. I, I mean, like we've got all those injuries. We've got we've got the Sedinas out for the season. It's right. I mean, we we had to plug in a Grand Rapids Griffins team in the last game. I mean. It, Toronto handled it, but I think they were also just kind of like, all right, let's let's just lock this down. Let's make sure, you know, we're not going to play any games here. We're not going to give Lucas Raymond a chance to put in a couple of goals or let Mort Sider be Mort Sider. Let's just lock this sucker down. And I think that's what Toronto did, and they turned it on when they needed to. And, uh, you know, and they shut us out. But I, I, I just – they look like such a mess in that last game. I know, I know that it was only three to nothing. And it looked like it was close, at least scoring wise, <laughs> for a couple of periods. But I mean, I, I don't, I don't see enough there to say that we we can actually beat New Jersey. I mean, New Jersey still has some talent. We talked about that in the last episode to at least kind of pat ourselves on the back with the win. So I, I'm, I'm saying, right now, I'm going to say that it's all about that seventh best odds. Because I think we've got eight locked down. Yeah, I just uh, last time we played New Jersey, it was like they didn't even ice uh, one of their centers. Uh, I mean, Nico wasn't playing. I don't think Hughes was playing. Um, it was kind of a ragtag group uh, that I think they mustered seventeen shots against us. Pretty. We know their their defense was still you know playing. I think uh, our boy Dougie was out there. Uh, I think PK played, but yeah, oh, yeah PK's was... PK. Yeah, at this point. It's... And I know. I'm just saying, like they they were still putting like you know names out there offensively. Though it was just you know New Jersey's. Really, uh, I couldn't remember. I couldn't reference the movie fast enough. Um, not the replacements. Somebody's gonna have to help me out. It's another R word. The Expendables. Uh, Why couldn't I think of the Expendables? Yeah, <laughs> it has exactly zero R's in it. <laughs> has exactly zero hours in it. Uh, Rex Bendables. Um, so yeah, I would I would expect a win because I I think New Jersey's still trying to get 
lock in that, you know, fifth best odds there. Um, they got to be playing the same game we are. That's why they, you know, barely showed up in that last, last one. Um, and I think we're going to be on the ice with, you know, probably the first, second, third, and fourth most talented players. Wait, with or against? Now we are going to be playing the the like if you if you did a fantasy draft that night and you get to just pick, I think the first first four picks would be Red Wings between us and the Devils, and it's only because of the guys that are not playing. Oh yeah, I got gotcha. you. Uh, I I see what you're saying now. But this uh, is still yeah, for I'll... me a, an objective failure because I I don't understand like how bad Magnus Helberg looks in practice that we still haven't seen him, and we're still pushing. Nadelkovich out there when we talked about, you know, getting him a little rest all season. Yeah. Performance art wanted to know, he, he gave him a new name here, but what the hell was the point of signing? Performance art? I have no effing idea. I mean, right. I think they were trying to shut, are, are they trying to shut down Grice? Was that, was that the long and short of it? And then, uh, well, I guess they, they have just played Grice. So maybe it was, if if Grice gets shelled, Ned gets shelled. They don't have to bring in Grice or Ned to replace them. They can have Helberg come in. So I I uh, I actually chalked up that Leafs game. I said for sure we're seeing Helberg. Uh, I think I might have made Jared angry um, <laughs> online because I I tweeted out that Helberg was definitely debuting that night uh, in reference to the fact that we were going to get shelled by uh, Toronto. It just it, it didn't happen. Uh, like I said, it looked like they were playing a different game out there. But um. I don't know. I, I, are, are we just looking then? Uh, Helberg doesn't start against New Jersey. Uh, Mike, it sounds to. like you're guessing a, a one to nothing game. In uh, Jersey to end the season. I'm hoping that, uh, you know, we're playing uh, the Devils. We have to get Helberg. You have to. They have to have been saying, like, this is going to be his Rudy game. You know, just give him one, <laughs> one appearance as a Red Wing. That's all we ask. I wouldn't mind it. Um, were you the first one to say that? Because I think that was Kent. Carroll I don't get credit also. for that. I think it was one of our commenters. It was definitely oh, okay. one of our commenters. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because Ken Cal stole that one the other day and tried to get some some Twitter. Keep fans listening to our show and stealing our ideas and not giving us any credit. Come <laughs> on, Ken Cal. Um, yeah, Jared, throw it out there too. Don't forget about all the injuries that the Devils have. Um. There was another comment on here. Oh, right. Performance art still wanted Evander Kane. Um, I mean, I I, I think I feel pretty good about not picking him up the way that uh, the the rest of the league reacted to, uh, I don't know, a top-selling sweatshirt of giving Evander Kane the finger. Um, And none of his teammates came to uh, his help at at that point. Uh, This was a Minnesota Wild game. I think I I feel pretty good about that not happening. Um, I feel pretty goddamn good about that not happening performance art, just so you know. Uh, <laughs> Jordy thrown out there. I mean, these are our, our old conversations. Um, you know, we'll be rehashing quite a bit. Uh, he wants, uh, this is, I think this is in regards to uh, Ace thrown out there first. Uh, a Forsberg, and then Jared throws out there. We've got plenty of cap space to cover. And again, what I'm referencing right now is we have we have all summer to talk about this. So I think what we could say right now is kind of like we we talked about um, what the 
bringing over Forsberg, like the why nots, uh, the whys, if you want that game changer, I think you bring him over, but there's also like the timeline aspect of that. Um, I think right now what you guys, like the more important conversation is, is based on what you've seen so far, do you think we are at that point to start bringing in these guys and giving them the free agent contract that will eventually be an overpay, even for the super duper stars will eventually be an overpay. Are you ready to sign that contract now? Because you think we are that player away from contending or should we still pull back? Wait, not make that huge splash yet. I, uh, on a certain day, Mike, I'll be ready to sign anybody. Um, when you get shut out by the Maple Leafs pretty handily, uh, I granted with all the injuries, it still hurts. When you feel this last month of hockey really wearing on you, um, I, I get I get nervous about making this the year we make our big splash. And uh, nothing against Forsberg because I think he solves a lot of problems for a lot of teams. I don't know if it solves enough of the problems that we have. Um to want to do that. So I think there's a lot of things that would have to have to happen between now and then for me to feel like uh, the way, you know, the way I feel about next season is, is really just being pushed into the next level of excitement. Um, well, so yeah, just I mean, you, do you, yeah, do you want a Forsberg on your team? Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, who else does um, Nashville? They would also like Forsberg um, on their team. And we talked about it a little bit um, last week, and we're definitely going to be talking about it with the coming weeks here um, when we, you know, look at the Red Wings' outlook for their offseason. But it's going to be uh, going to be a lot of anxiety, I think. Um, I think the last time, God, uh, Matt, you're going to have to help me out with the names. The uh, there's, uh, God, uh, I want to say like 2000. I'm not even going to guess the year, but. There's the two like top free agents that you know they talked to uh, the like the big chatter in the offseason was you know the Red Wings have cap space they're going to be the ones to plug all the oh, money. Oh, yeah. Thank Sorry. you. I'm also uh, going to Minnesota. Yeah, going to Minnesota. Um, and it kind of made sense, right? Because the Red Wings were you know on a little bit of a downswing. So now we're you know trying to climb out of um, the Hellsberg, if you will, and. This is going to be kind of a, a huge test if Iserman is, you know, still if he, if he finally starts to like target and try to acquire somebody like a Forsberg, um, and a guy like that picks, you know, floundering with with Nashville instead of coming to you know Hockey Town and an original six team and you know you got a new stadium and you know you got all this cap space you know that means you can bring aboard you know maybe somebody you're interested in as a you know, prospective uh, free agent. And you have all these young guys that the Red Wings have that are coming up. And it's, I think it's going to be a real testament to if players around the league also see something in Detroit. It's like, it's going to be an exciting off season, but it's also going to be a little terrifying because if we are putting in an effort to throw a bag at somebody and multiple somebodies are just like, nah, I'll just stay, you know, and, Tennessee like ugh, for hockey you know that's that's when you get a little worried about what what the future really is for this Red Wings team and uh I guess they're just going to be living and dying in the draft so it's going to be it's going to be terrifying 
Yeah, I think uh, exciting still fits uh, my book. I think this is still like excite. Yeah, it's going to be exciting even when it hurts. I think that then we'll have some juicy conversations to talk about at that point. Um, the only issue is that we never really get anybody like the insiders never know what Stevie's doing. So we're never going to hear that story of like, oh, Iserman is uh, going after, you know, it sounds like it sounds like the Red Wings are going after so and so. And then when it doesn't work out, we're going to be all bummed. If I, like essentially all we're going to find out is that so and so signed you, with another team. Yeah, you won't hear from, you know, insiders I, or Iserman, but you will hear from agents who are trying to get, you know, more money for their guy. You yeah. Know, that Iserman is, is coming for our guys. Yeah, I just feel like there's going to be so many things up in the air, like we won't ever know for sure. So I, I, I just remember the camp uh, for like that Suter and Parise stuff. Um, I remember the day that those guys flew in and that was like big major news. Uh, and then they just like nothing came from it, <laughs> obviously. Uh, so, that I mean, this is just... That's another element to kind of throw in there. I think it'll be huge. It'll it, we'll have to decide for ourselves if this meant that Iserman didn't want to make the splash or if other teams didn't. But um, I mean, we talked about a guy a couple of weeks ago, right? The Hobie Baker winner, Dryden McKay, uh, signs with the Toronto Maple Leafs uh, this past week. So that's that's one where I can't imagine with where we're at with our goaltending, that that wasn't a conversation that was had. And Mike, we were talking about Dryden McKay and the the jokes we were making were like, well, why wouldn't he stay? Um, I believe he was playing in like, was he playing in Minnesota and was born in Minnesota? Actually, I should probably look that up. Yeah, he was uh, born in Minnesota, played college hockey in Minnesota. And then we thought, well, he's definitely staying in Minnesota. You got, oh, see, no, I said, you're not supposed to talk out of your ass. He was born was. in Illinois, <laughs> but he did play at Minnesota State University. Um, so he's just making his way on over to Toronto. So there's no connection there, Mike. Uh, there was nothing stopping him from making the choice of uh, <laughs> Detroit over Toronto, uh, besides maybe the prospect of you know winning a little bit sooner. So I think, uh, yeah, there is something to pull from that then. It's the Illinois boy. Uh, plays four years in Minnesota State and is now signed, not ne- not necessarily with uh, the Maple Leafs, uh, signed with the Toronto Marlies, at least is what uh, Elite Prospect says. But uh, yeah, his contract's good for next year. So that, that one that one hurts. That's an example of one that I would have assumed we, we would have tried on uh, and it uh, didn't play out. So yeah. And then uh, who did we lose to Colorado a couple of weeks ago? Um, Ben Myers. Yeah. So there's a couple of them, right? That are kind of just falling down that line where you're talking about young guys, right? Um, It's not like they're sitting there going, oh, man, I got to win my Stanley Cup. (laughs) Uh, uh, That's something to keep in mind. Uh, And again, you kind of couple those results with whatever Forsberg ends up doing. And if there is anything else that kind of seems like it would be a juicy fit and doesn't happen, again, that doesn't necessarily mean the free agents aren't looking at us as a place to be. Could also mean that Steve is looking at this roster and maybe the same hesitancy that I'm speaking of right now. And, uh, you know, in my own voice might also be shared by some of the executives uh, in the front office. If I could uh, redeem myself by 
uh, Ben Myers is the one who was born and raised and went to school in Minnesota. My apologies. Yeah. That's what I was thinking of. My That's apologies. okay. <laughs> um, all right. We have a ton of comments. Um, yeah, I, I, I think uh, I think just to go back to the the original uh, discussion that was happening in the comments on Forsberg, I th- I think absolutely. Like I, I don't know if you could really look at his production and say you don't want that on your team, right? So uh, I I think it's it just comes back to that deeper conversation. If you're ready, if you're ready to make a splash, you look at a guy like Berger in the season that he had that. Um, you know, he's the record-breaking season in Grand Rapids, and I will caution you all of being too excited about that because uh, I believe it was Polkinen was the man who has that record, and we saw where that career went. So I, I just, you know, we don't want to, we don't need to get too excited about that. Um, it, it is one of those things, though, where it's all personal. You know, what have you seen? I've been hurt a lot, so you could kind of, you could feel that in my voice. Uh, I've been hurt by a lot of Red Wings prospects. Uh, pretty much, pretty much after, right? Like anybody after like 2000, I don't know, what would be a good number to throw on there? Maybe like anything after like 2009 feels like it hurt. I'm still hurt by Zadina and Rasmussen. So, well, yeah, those are, Although Rasmussen, I mean, he's he's pulling it off. He had a couple he games. Had a good end to the finish. Yeah. yeah, yeah, a good end to the finish. Good end of the season. Yeah. Um, all right, where are we? Uh, I'm trying to read through the comments and make my own comments about this game. Mike, what are you clicking through? What are you doing over there? Um, and I can actually trying to read get, through a couple of these comments. No, I'm just trying. I'm just getting all. De- I'm just getting all depressed looking at the. Uh, um, obviously the Red Wings cap sheet is the best one in the NHL for like flexibility. Um, but just looking at, you know, for Forsberg, um, Nashville's going to have a couple dudes coming off the books. I mean, nobody's, nobody's good as Forsberg and they're going to be sitting on about, you know, $26 million in projected cap space. So they'll have room to resign him and give him a raise. Uh, cause we know how much NHL players like staying in the exact same spot. Um, Free agency, not as exciting as it is in some other sports. Um, kind of my opinion, because it doesn't feel like there's, you know, the frequent movement. It's it's probably attributed to, you know, the lengths of the contracts and that these guys do, you know, kind of prefer stability. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's going to be tough. Um, I don't even know if Forsberg's really, you know, Obviously, he's a, a very talented goal scorer. I don't know if he's going to be a huge Red Wing target because it feels like for us, priority one is center, 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 center. We need, you know, arguably two to three centers um, on the team. So centers in, obviously, uh, left-sided defense. But I, I, you, like you like you mentioned, you, you're not going to say no to Forsberg if he's like, you know, I've, uh, I've always wanted yeah, to play next team- to uh, Puse and uh, Verana. Can we make that happen somehow? Yeah, like if he if we find out that's the only team he wants to sign with, I'm not I'm not saying no to it. I just think yeah. there's there's a lot of things to go through. So like Jordy throws out there, why would you not sign those types of contracts while our star-studded rookies are on entry level cheap contracts? I think that's a great point. Um I don't I don't know if that just means you spend any money on any player, but um like that's the caution, right? Like that—that that means that we're making the decision 
to spend money because we have it, which I think is the wrong way. Like that's how you get in trouble. That sounds like the Washington Redskins in like the late nineties, early two thousands, like that just never amounted to anything and always had the highest salary in, in the NFL. Um, you want to make the right moves. And Mike just mentioned a couple of reasons why you might want to focus in some other areas. So again, Forsberg says, I'm only signing in Detroit. This is the only team I've ever, ever wanted to play for. This is ridiculous. Make this contract happen. Um, you know, there's, there's a good reason you do that. Uh, you want a guy who wants to be here super bad. Do you need to get in a bidding war to make sure you land Forsberg for this upcoming season to probably sneak into the playoffs? No, you don't. You absolutely do not need to get in a bidding war. Hockey fans, feel the action on the ice like never before with DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of the NHL. Right now, new customers can bet just $1 on any team to win and get $150 in free bets if they do. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, you can still hit the ice for cold hard cash. New customers can make their first deposit and play free for thousands with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Hockey Contest. Draft your lineup for eight skaters and a goalie and rack up points for goals, assists, saves, and more. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit, withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN. Bet just $1 on any NHL team to win and get $150 in free bets if they do. That's code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of the NHL. 21 and over. Restrictions apply. See show notes for details. You know, so I, when you say where... that, you're you're saying that as a t- in a team management perspective. I'm saying you will probably need to be in a bidding war because I don't know what kind of panache the Red Wings have anymore. Because I, I don't think these you know guys who are our age and younger really give a damn about. Wow, an original six team. You've been around for a while. That cool. Like I, I think they, it's sexier like Little Caesars Arena. Um, but I think they'd be more enticed by like location and how am I going to, where am I going to situate my home? Yeah. But that, that goes outside of, I guess the point I was making, like, do you need to go into a bidding war to make sure that you are bringing him in for this season? Like bringing it, like there will be other Forsbergs that are available and there's probably better ways to bring in that type of talent through trade and whatnot. So I, I'm just saying, like when I come back to this point over and over about you can sign these guys, I am just saying that, you know, this isn't something that you need to force to happen. Um, I think if you are forcing things, that is something we've talked about the last couple of years. And it was something we kept saying like in the past off seasons where it was like, everything Steve has done has been about flexibility. Yeah, so but is, I is don't, this the, I, I know I know what you want to say. Is this the year that you want to take away some of that flexibility um, for what? A guy that's – he's 29 now or 28 now? He's 27. Um, oh, he's 27. Okay. Uh, so he's 27 now and hitting that point where for all players they start to drop off 28 and 29. Do you need to do that this year? I don't think 
right now, I would say you don't need to. That doesn't mean that you don't approach him. That doesn't mean that you can't find a contract that works. Uh, it's just one of those things, right? Like in my head right now, I don't know if you need any of this to happen this year. I think that's a fair comment. Um, but Mike, what I, I stopped you. I would say that, um, you know, reaching in free agency is the worst possible thing you can do because um, with hockey, you know, they, these guys don't sign, you know, one year. They don't really sign one year prove it deals. Um, these guys like mortgages. Uh, they like being there for long contracts. Um, they like having that financial stability. Um, and I don't know if necessarily a 27 year old guy is too much of a reach. I feel like you're going to get two to three prime years out of Forsberg uh, before he starts to fall off. Um, but I would yeah, say more like Steven, more like Steven Weiss, that was a reach where I, I didn't even see where like in previous years where like, Oh, maybe we'll get lightning in a bottle and we'll, you know, get him on his, his, his 80 point season. It just was a puzzling decision where they thought he was a defensive forward and then he wasn't really defensive. He wasn't really a forward and he just kind of, you know, helped us torpedo our cat sheet for a couple of seasons. Um, <laughs> so I don't, I don't think that he's, I, I kind of want to put Forsberg in, in that low of a, of a tier, which I, I don't, you know, I'm not saying that you said that, but acquiring a guy like that, I think would be a positive move that elevates, you know, the line and the team. Yeah, I, I don't know if, if anybody could argue that, that that doesn't downgrade the team. Um, I hope nobody thinks I'm making that argument. Um, there is the potential here, too. Like, uh, we are talking about an amazing season this year um, in 67 games, 82 points. You know what? I don't even need to get into the, for, the specifics on Forsberg, but it's more about the risks. Um, but, I mean, yeah, he's, he, it was pretty tough for him to – hit this point per game mark that he's at right now uh, because it hadn't happened before now that I'm looking at his career numbers here and it's been pretty tough for him to stick in a, a full season as well. So those aren't specific to Forsberg. When I say that, I just think there are going to be risks. You're going to be signing a guy who had a great year leading into free agency, which has that ever happened before in the history of sports? Absolutely, it's happened before. Uh, and does it continue? We don't know. But we know, Mike, before the season starts, he's going to be 28. Because uh, he turns 28 in August. And I should put the asterisk on there, too. When I say the drop-off starts, it doesn't mean you suck. It means you're, you're, you're coming down. The production uh, has hit its peak. And you'll either plateau for a couple of years or start the fall. So... Uh, I think if we could bring up all of these different risks and then again, ask ourselves, does Philip Forsberg need to happen in the off season this off season? No, I, I, I don't, I can't get myself to say it absolutely does. I think, I think it's fair to say if it doesn't happen or if we aren't approaching guys, um, I think it's fair that at that point it's like a fan base where like, oh my God, we are so far away from contending based on the decisions that this uh, front office is making. And I think coming to that reality is, is going to hurt. I think it's going to suck. Um, but I don't know. Uh, I'm going to land on the point where I don't hate, like what was the first thing we said? 
do you want Forsberg on your team? Yes. Um, do I need to make this happen this year? No. Like we talked, uh, somebody brought up Tampa, I think in the, uh, in the comments, I hope I can find it. That'd be kind of nice. Um, cause I used it and then I went and found, there it is. Brad said, God, this was like 15 minutes ago. No splashing. Tampa took 10 years with their cup. Uh, and they were in better shape than us. Uh, I mean, right now, Kucherov is making $9.5 million. Are you guys ready to spend more than that to bring in 28-year-old Forsberg for a, probably a lengthy contract? Yeah, that's going to be a really weird, really weird uh, negotiation, too, because you're going to have to overpay. But you're also going to want to be like, uh, we don't really want to pay more than Larkin. How do you feel about six mil? And he's going to go, bye. So it's like the allure and the mystique of playing for the Detroit, the winged wheel. Um, you know, a team that's been in the toilet for like four years in a row. Um, and we're going to play you next to, you know, Larkin. Um, you, we need to pay you a little bit less because, uh, you know, that's that's kind of the narrative here. He's the captain. We want to make sure the captain gets paid the most. Uh, but this is free agency. I mean, it's it's going to be a bidding war. So I don't I don't know if I don't know how uh, appealing that's going to be to Forsberg. Um, you made six million this year. How about we pay you that exact number again? I know this is the last time you're going to get a big contract, but how about the exact same money you just made in Detroit, my man? Mm. Yeah, like he's, I mean. And and again, I, I think we're, we're you're probably looking at another four million. You got to tack onto that for it to be realistic, <laughs> because I mean it's free agency, right? And you're talking about the hottest forward free agent. He's uh, yeah. everybody and their mother's going to be trying to make that signing. Um. So is that you know if if you think we're only getting, I again I think I think it's okay. Like if we're building this core, uh, if we're adding to this core and our highest paid guys are at that time, Cider and Lucas Raymond, um, I mean, going back to the point of the Tampa Bay Lightning, I mean, that's what they were doing, you know, they were still building and trading and bringing guys in that could fit in the cap. And hey, now they're cheating uh, because they have such a great team. I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just, again. I'm landing on the point. Of course, I want Forsberg on my team. Final thought on the Forsberg conversation. I don't need it to happen this year. I I, I, I will I'll be okay. And I think um, his performance art throws in there. Next year has to be playoffs or people will revolt against Stevie. Um, can I, I just want this to be this moment where we I, I make the call. Please don't do that. <laughs> let's you know let's pull back everybody listening right now don't get mad at stevie if we don't make it to the playoffs next year i don't think there's a lot you could look i mean again back to was it um uh, curtis made the comment the red wings problems are bigger than than he and i think he's referring to forsberg uh and his uh then his his big contract can solve um which is true so you, you're adding a lot this year um and even for that for that contract to mean enough, you would have to add so much more. So to performance arts point, if people are going to get angry that we don't make the playoffs next year, I think if we made the splash for Forsberg, you're still not guaranteed a playoff spot this year. 
I think no, you're, I think you're not fair. guaranteed one, but I mean, you did see how much impact two rookies made. Um, so I just I don't want to necessarily throw it too much out the window, but I also want to hit on one other point for the Tampa Bay. Uh, they also basically won the lottery twice. Um, like Stamkos was first overall, uh, Victor Hedman first. Uh, he went he he went number two. And then they, you know, got a got incredibly yeah. lucky for Kucherov to be, you know, an all-world they, player in the second round. When did they start doing the draft lottery? Um, I don't think they had their lottery back then. Because Stamkos was in 2008, and then Hedman was the next year, 2009. I don't know. I'm uh, 1995. Uh, the NHL draft lottery was introduced. Miss the playoffs could participate. I don't know. I'm not going through all these rules right now. Um, but I'm just saying, even without the, the lottery, um, it's just it just gets incredibly more difficult when you don't win the lottery. Uh, which you know, the, for whatever reason, the ping pong balls are never on our side. <laughs> but um, so you know, Tampa had some help, and they you know absolutely got you know incredibly lucky on a few of their uh, draft picks, um, including a guy we might be pursuing, uh, another famous late round guy in Palat. Um, a seventh rounder. So it's, they set the bar pretty high. So, uh, yeah. Um, I'm going through our comments here, trying to figure out what we do next. Uh, only because performance arts thrown out there. Um, Steve Eiserman, when we sign Igor Larianov to be our coach, um, it's just going to be about if Steve wants him. Performance art, I love your enthusiasm. I, You're a company man. My I, dude. I almost feel like you might, this might be facetious. Like, it's so strong. I can't tell if you're being sarcastic or not. I don't think that is enough anymore. Um, and I don't know. I think we're entering an age. Uh, the NHL is going to start to mirror the NBA eventually. Um, in regards to, like, uh, wanting to build some super teams. Uh I don't know. Well, let's let's even look at recent examples, right? Uh, ben Myers and the the goalie that got away from us. Um, both of those guys could have came to Detroit and just gotten tons of minutes, like to showcase themselves and eventually get a big bag of money. They both picked winning teams right. <laughs> and like the winning 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 teams. <laughs> yeah, one of them went to Colorado. One of them went to Toronto. Which I swear to God, at some point they're going to do well in the playoffs. It's going to happen. Just believe one year it's going to happen. Um, but neither of those guys picked minutes and bags of money. They both picked winning. Um, so we, uh, we can't quite advertise that yet in Detroit. Uh, we, uh, we're almost there. Uh, we almost win half of our games almost. So, uh, yeah, going to be a, a little dicey for us. Uh, Jordy thrown in again. Uh, this is another 15 minute old comment. Uh, I'm just saying, if you want to make a splash right now, it's the perfect time. Uh, you won't have the opportunity to sign guys like this once Edmondson, Sider, Raymond, and Jordy. This is, uh, yeah, this is the exact, um, you know, thinking that a lot of NFL teams do when they uh, draft a quarterback in the first round. Um, so it's on a, on a cheap deal instead of the quarterbacks going to, you know, Patrick Mahomes almost getting like $50 million a year, some, you know, absurdly high numbers. You try and take advantage of, um, you know, that low cap it for the quarterback and allocate it to like defense and skill guys, offensive line. Um, totally get where you're coming from. Yeah. I, 
it's not, uh it's not a bad point Drew. no it's I not a bad strategy i think I, um it's probably I, personal preference what we're discussing right now i think it's also that the um a lot of guys that you know like the pop names they're not really the position that i want to splash on i wish we were splashing on a center i wish we were splashing on a you know a a top pairing defenseman, but I don't think that that guy's really available as a UFA. And we know historically nobody bids on RFAs. It's not even, I don't even know why they re release that list. It's, it, it's not even a thing. So I think, uh, I think Jordy, I would be more of a splash guy if our positions in need, um, you know, those guys are out there and, you know, most of the centers are, you know, 32, 33, you know, like I think Malkin is going to be on that list. Like he's, he's not going to be a lifelong penguin and then, you know, come and make a huge impact in Detroit in one of his last seasons. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Um, so I love the philosophy. I just don't think the splash guys out there for the 2022 off season for yeah, what we're, what we 20, need the most. It's 2024. Austin Matthews. I have that contract. Uh, <laughs> um, I like Brad's comment here. This made me laugh. I think Steve's focus is going to be not getting scored on six to 10 times a game. This <laughs> um, and again, I think there's a long conversation about that too. Like, why was that happening? Is the team giving up? Was it, was the goaltending that bad? Is the defense that bad? And, you know, probably the right answer. It was a combination of so many of those things at different times, <laughs> like hitting its peak. Um, but yeah, I, and that, I don't know. I think what's funny, Brad, you make a great point, but also Jordy isn't wrong and trying to get more offense. Like we're not ready to go offensively. We're not ready to go defensively. Uh, goaltending. We have a hole. I think if you, um, shoot, if you looked at Nadelkovich and you said for sure, he'll be fine for 82, you know, I know not, I mean, for the 82 game stretch. Um, so if you looked at his season this year, and said, no, he'll be fine next year. Like, he'll, he'll get through it. I think you could say, I have confidence that he will upgrade himself and, you know, he'll prepare for this upcoming season and then this year will make him stronger. But you couldn't look at what Ned did and say, no, he'll be good to have, you know, to, to, be, to play more games next year and for sure be our starter. Like, so the responsible way to look at Nadelkovich is there were some issues and we can't necessarily chalk that up as as good to go. Like the second half and the first half were completely different. And we did, you know, we're coming off two games ago. We got a shutout from Ned. So I, I, Mike, I've been on Twitter, have fought so many people to say, stop panicking about Ned. But again, that's, that's just adding to the list of things that we're not sure about for next year. So when, you know, we look at it and say, well, fuck, there's like 19 things we're not sure about next year. <laughs> you know, I just the I, I think it's just another one of those things where I'm trying to pull back and I'm being so black and white with one decision, because maybe if we keep some of that cap space, I mean, that's where, you know, there are there are going to be more trade opportunities and we could start to pivot uh, from being all about, you know, using utilizing this cap space as a weapon and instead just bringing in contracts that'll work for us and we can start making moves to trade for the right pieces and fill out this roster with a little bit more depth um, as well as, you know, number one, cross our fingers and hope we'll be able to draft uh, the big game changer 
Um, but then also some of these guys that are in our system right now, maybe we'll turn into one. Maybe we have a Braden point in the system already. Um, that's what sucks about this. There's so many different ways to look at it. And the only thing I'm so sure about is that I don't need to do anything. That's the only thing I'm sure about right now. I'm not sure that like there's no part of me that says no you don't bring in Forsberg not a single there isn't a cell on my body that would say I don't want Philip Forsberg the the Philip Forsberg that existed this year in the NHL I don't want him on my team I think he'd be a, that would be so much fun to watch um yeah. but yeah I'm gonna stop driving into that point because it sounds like I'm a broken record now um, no you know Matt it's uh definitely something you know, the Red Wings have, have done since Eiserman's taken over, right? It doesn't feel like, um, it sounds bad when I say this, but it doesn't feel like there's any real urgency. Like, it feels like we're just gonna, you know, um, kind of, kind of put the, put the seeds out in the garden and then just kind of see what grows. It doesn't feel like there's, you know, uh, Iserman, you know, quickly driving to, you know, go pick up vegetables or anything. It feels like he's just going to kind of watch his farm and, you know, maybe if, uh, you know, a 40 goal scoring, uh, crow were to fly over the fence, you know, he, you know, acquire him and put a string on him and, you know, make him part of the squad. But it doesn't feel like we're like, my God, we have to do something this off season. Um, even the Nick Letty move still fed, still felt very measured. And it still felt like, well, even if this doesn't pan out, I'll probably just swap them at the deadline. So it, it still didn't feel like it was, you know, uh, coined as a as a win now move. Yeah. Um, but it also felt like Steve doing, well, it's it's maybe if we don't win now, I can still flip them for something later. Move. It didn't. It didn't feel like you know a, a splash, to use that word again. Right. It still felt like measured. Um, just. Just kind of, you know, uh, turtle in the hair. Just kind of turtling it. Um, we do have uh, a couple of comments. I, I either saw this a while ago, and I think I'm seeing it a second time, or it's just the first time, and yeah. now I'm finally going to call, call it out. But we talked about Trocheck a little bit uh, a couple episodes ago. Yes. Um, Brad calling out, uh, I'll take Rust and Trocheck. Um Trocheck, uh, who we talked about, I think, oh, you know what? I'm such a doofus. I have a thing I wanted to show, and I'm, again, acting like I have it up. Uh, Trocheck, we talked about kind of in a different, it's like solving different problems, but we still kind of kept, I kept the same sort of mentality where Trocheck for me, um, I don't know. I guess, I guess what I landed on at the time was Trocheck is multiple pieces uh or needs multiple pieces for this to like start to so you could start to see what the puzzle is supposed to look like where i mean you, you look at those the the things that forsberg adds to the team and that becomes a piece of your core like that's a huge piece of the puzzle because you're throwing a ton of money at it you now are building around forsberg which again is kind of the problem i i have is because you know then he's he's already 28 and this game keeps getting younger and younger but 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 we're not getting into that again. Uh, to talk about Trocheck um, and to think that there is, you know, I, I think this was actually mentioned in here that there was a, that there's rumors. Oh, Brad mentioned it himself. Rumors floating around. Russ coming to Detroit. Now, 
I will caution anybody on any sort of rumors right now because I don't think anybody's allowed to talk, right? You can't. Yeah, there's no discussions. Yeah, there's no. That'd be tampering. That'd be tampering. I think it's mostly because Rust is a you know born in Pontiac, so you know they're trying to say like a Michigan connection kind of thing. Uh, but I think what we're looking at here, a couple of solid players. Like this is something uh, from a couple different perspectives. I think we could get, um, we could find a fit for this, right? Like we talk about all the problems that um, Zadina and whenever he's on the ice is having troubles finishing. Uh, maybe you can get a winger on the other side that can finish because the fucks are going in the back of the net when Rust is on the ice. Uh, but Trocek is just, you know, something we talked about the other, uh, like a week, maybe a week or two ago, where it was like, absolutely, like, this isn't one that you look at Trocek and you say, I don't want that on my team. This is this is solid. Three years looking at evolving, uh, evolving hockey right now for the podcast listeners. We're looking at the Rapham charts, which um, measure that the compares them across the league. And uh, the way these graphs work is you have your Z score in the middle. If you're going above that. You are better than 50% of the league. If you're below it, not, not so much. You're, you're in the bottom half of the league. So uh, for goals, four per 60, expected goals, Corsi four per 60, expected goals against per 60, Corsi against for, per 60. Well, let's take away expected goals per 60, uh, expected goals against per 60 for Trocek because that's actually in the negative. But everything's pretty solid, right? Like he's, he's got some pretty good-looking bar charts. Solid player, nothing to uh, poo-poo about. I think... Trocek's numbers when we looked at his war charts from Jay Fresh kind of bounced around a bit where it was um, recently a bad year surrounded by some good hockey. Um, and then Brian Rust, uh, what we're looking at for all the podcast listeners, the same Rapham chart, uh, some nice high, you know, top half of the league bars for goals four per 60, expected goals four per 60, Corsi four per 60. No, so great for expected goals against per 60 of course against per 60 so this is a guy we want to keep very far away uh from jacob verona if this was a signing <laughs> to happen uh, so yeah just just a couple of things here that i think are are good points that brad's bringing up there at least guys to keep an eye on and it just you know it's it's not anything where it makes us a stanley cup contender but they're they're definitely signings that once you start to add all these up together I think I think you're looking for signings that uh, on a whole won't keep Pew Suter on your second line. Yeah, uh, right. yeah, and I think the Trocheck too, uh, getting that free agent bag. I mean, he's only making you know under five million right now, so he's looking at four point seven five. Um, so you know, I would think you're probably looking at least a ten percent, you know, twenty percent raise, um, putting him on the market. Um, but just, whew, just want to. We've been burned. Uh, I, I can't not think of Stephen Weiss. It's the second time he's coming up in this show as a you know pretty adequate you know uh, former Floridian hockey player who plays center who's not really known as a sizzling goal scorer. But man, he he does a lot of things, and I I, I guess that Trocheck kind of kind of makes me think of that a little bit. So that's why I'm. I'm not killing it, but I wouldn't be doing cartwheels if we made this acquisition. Yeah, I, I think that's that's like the responsible thing to do. I think you like it'll probably be that thing. Um, if we get a Trocheck, there's things to celebrate that go outside of saying that he's on the roster, right? 
Like, oh, good, a guy said he was signing with us. Oh, good, Steve is ready to make some splashes in free agency. Because um, those will be, those will be, I, I think, sizable contracts. They'll be noticeable when you pull up cap friendly. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think I think there's a bunch, like a couple different of uh, exciting factors that'll get mixed together that'll probably get us all bubbly and excited if it did actually happen. Uh, you know, day one of free agency or in that first week, like we'll we'll be way more excited than we probably should be, um, which is fine. Uh, that's what we do as as fans. But yeah, I think once everything once the dust settles, that that won't necessarily be the thing. Like, oh, everybody at uh, Little Caesars Arena has a Trocheck jersey, just like I predicted. <laughs> right? Like, uh, we got to come at it with a level head. Um, Turk Salad coming in. Uh, his opinion on Rust: solid addition to the team. I like it. Uh, I did miss here. Jared just wants to make two big splashes. He just wants to go Forsberg and Klingberg, who we used to talk a lot about. And um, it's not it's not a bad idea. You make just two big splashes. You're going to have two big effects to this team. <sighs> can I say something? If we win the draft lottery, can I say how much more okay I'd be with these signings? Like if I knew Shane Wright was coming in, um, yeah, because I, I guess like I guess <laughs> no, I guess just because uh, I don't want to like you know put all our hopes into God a tro- like a trochek. Jeez, um, I would I would I would feel much more comfortable with that, and it kind of feels like we can throw a little caution to the wind and feel like there's some sort of backup plan, and and not that. You know, like a Trocheck is, you know, going to be the savior um, if we're giving him a three-year deal to be our second-line center. Um, you know, a guy who doesn't historically score very much. Um, so, uh, Matt, is Klingberg is that really um, uh, like likely? Um, I don't know. I mean, we could look at this. Power play could definitely use a Klingberg. Um, there's some aspects of the five on five game that, uh, don't get me that excited. Uh, so we're looking at the wrap charts again. So there's going to be some issues. You, you, you make a payment for a Klingberg. This isn't a perfect player coming over. Um, I don't know. I don't, there's nothing about it that again, screams like you, you do this and your team's ruined. Um, (sighs) But the likelihood—that's that's that's a good question. Um, I don't know. Let's pull them up right now, right? And it's not working. Um, how can we hem and haw <laughs> while I wait for this to work? Um. Well, I was I was like looking at the numbers too. So this is another guy I think that financially is in, in the wheelhouse. Where we talked about Forsberg here. If you're going to leave your home, he's going to want, it, you know, at least probably a, a 20% raise. And Klingberg, I, you know, he's age 29. He's making four and a quarter. What if I told you that he was being shopped around and they couldn't move him because he wanted to do a sign and trade and nobody was willing to give him as high a contract as he wanted? I mean, if anybody, Which I is guess, is going to swindle this guy out of, you know, taking a pay cut uh, to go to a new city, um, you know, get stuffed with, uh, you know, Batman calzones, it, it'd be Iserman. Um, but 
Klingberg, as sexy a name as that is, that is a right side defenseman. Does that uh, turn you off at all? You're so smart. Um, look, it's a second. Right hey, you know why? You know why I don't like the signing? Because I recognize the name, and it's almost our last name. Which yeah, is that's nice. gonna hurt, Jerry. We, you're you're missing that one. It's almost. I do uh, like Clink. Yeah. The uh, Clinkberg, we appreciate. Um, but being a right side guy, probably not in the cards for us. Also hitting thirty. So like it's it's like this, uh, Jared. Like, does. Would there be a spot on the roster for Klingberg right now? Absolutely. You throw him on the right side. That's no problem. Um, there's space for him. You put him on. You know, like, he takes over power play two. Look at that. We got two things short up now. We might have a legit second pairing if, uh, you know, we need somebody to play with uh, Edmondson. You know, he'll, he'll come in as the left side. Klingberg's on the right side. And now Klingberg's taking over PP2. There's a ton of different ways to make this work. Um, but... Are you making if if Klingberg is going to be asking for a huge pay raise? Are you doing that on the almost thirty year old right side defenseman? When we just talked about you know like if he wants a lengthy contract, it's a short contract. He wants three years, and we could fit that in you know and make it work with uh, you know when our our some of these ELCs are going to be expiring. If you can make that work, there's so many things I don't care about. I just also my best prediction would be all of these free agent contracts will eventually get in the way of these ELCs. We all need to sign or not the, uh, uh, they're going to get in the way of the expiring ELCs. Uh, and we're talking about the Edmondsons, the Raymonds. Well, and, let's uh, uh, can I add one note too, uh, because the, I think kind of the consensus and even something that we've talked about on this show is how badly we need left uh, side defensemen with DeKaiser, Stahl, um, I don't know what we're. I mean, Osterley's under contract, Wallen. but I don't. I don't know how long he's staying. Wallen um, looks fine. It's just you know he's also not. <laughs> I just want to mention that right side is Mo Sider, Heronic, who is uh, fallen from grace, if you will, um, in the yeah. city of Detroit. Um, and Gustav, and Uncle Goose, who, as soon as we started paying attention to him. Uh, Really crap the bed. Um, so, to, to, <laughs> was it, it Jared? About... Was it Jared who made the point about Klingberg? Maybe that's not as yeah. far fetched um, as you really start to comb through the depth chart. I know we got guys that are prospects that are coming up, but like ready now, guys. Eh, I mean, outside of cider and you know, financially heroic. I mean, Klingberg would pretty quickly find a lot of ice time as a Detroit Red Wing defenseman. That's what I said. Like, I, I was like, yeah, bring him in. Have him be the right side for Edmondson. Have him quarterback power play two. There's there's too many holes on this team to say no to anybody. Um, but, yeah, I think the thing that irks me is the... Is the age. Because um, yeah. I feel like we just got out of DeKaiser, and you'd be getting another guy right in that age, right in that age bracket there, um, 29, 30, 31. Yeah, I like... How much <laughs> Klingberg's in my office and we're trying to work on a contract and I'm not continuously looking at that age. Um, you know, the whole time we're, we're talking about it. Like it's not, I'm not kicking him out. I'm not keeping him out of my office because of the age, but it is going to affect where I want that contract to land. And I know that it's going to hurt. And I also am not looking at this team right now. And saying, like, oh, there's a Stanley Cup in three years. Oh, absolutely. Um, 
I don't know, right? Are, are, are a lot of you guys looking at three years of Stanley Cup? Because if we're so if we're worried about making sure the money gets spent before the ELCs expire, I Man, figure you, like the big problem is going to be when we don't win the cup in three years, and we now we have to pay Cider, and we're paying Philip Forsberg and Klingberg, who are now getting close to their or I guess uh, what Forsberg's going to be thirty one, and Klingberg uh, 30, 31, 32, 33. Uh, I don't know. I'm already scared, right? Like you guys aren't scared about that. <laughs> Because then it's got to be Cider and Raymond, and then the next year we're like, oh, sorry, Edmondson, we got to Ndamukong sue you because, uh, you know, Matthew Stafford was more important. So, <laughs> I mean, I listen, case, but... I, I I think if uh, if we're that worried about it, if we're going to, you know, chicken little, the roof's falling in, um, that's when you can kind of look at, you know, Tampa Bay and somehow, somehow I manage, you know? Somehow I managed to like have the right guy on the DL for a while, or uh, injured injured yeah. reserve, um, or managed to you know find a way to shed four million dollars to some sucker for one of our fourth line guys who was just on the coattails of a better player. Um, that's like they, that's a tomorrow problem. So you want more tomorrow problems? I want to feel like uh, I'm worried about how many tomorrow problems equal a winning record. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Um, I mean, if we're getting Forsberg and Klingberg, that's a lot of tomorrow problems. But next season, woo, man, they're going to be selling out some hockey games. Let me tell you. All right. Well, we titled this episode "More Cider Calder Favorite." We should um, probably mention. We'll probably mention it so people yeah. will be like, "Hey." Um, you titled your episode more cider so you could get a bunch of clicks. You didn't listen to 62 minutes of jaw jacking, didn't see any more cider. I'm gonna get in so much trouble. I said we'd already be done recording, um, and I've already heard the kids crying. So, um, guys, this is for you, Mort. (laughs) Uh, Brad Galley tweeted out, uh, Mort Cider's favorite to win the Calder Trophy, and um, and this is this is setting up his question at at a press conference where he asked. Uh, what will the Calder Trophy mean to you if you win it? Mo Sider responds, it won't. It's not verbatim. Uh, but he does say verbatim, it's a distraction. It's an unnecessary distraction. It's not what I need right now. <laughs> now that sounds very dramatic. But if you listen to him, what he's really, you know, he's trying to get the point across here that there's more, there's, there's, there's more important things for him as a hockey player to see uh, mainly being winning. So to all your points of let's make sure we spend all of our money this off season, uh, we can make cider happier because we'll have more opportunities to win. If we have a second, like we have a second D pair and a second power play. But anyway, Mike, how, how does this make you feel to know that we have the most mature Calder trophy candidate slash hockey player ever? <laughs> like, I, I'm very happy that we have a guy who at uh, 20 still is he? Did he break 21 yet? Can he? Can he legally drink? No. Yeah, he is 21. I think. Um, yeah. Okay. He's more mature than I am. Um, as I, you know, I'm going to be halfway to 70 here in in just a few days. Um, but yeah, I it it's it feels very good as a fan of the Red Wings, as a fan of Mo Cider. Um. 
And I, I, I like, how can you not appreciate a self-effacing guy like that? Um, you know, a, a self-effacing stance where it's, you know, really about the team. And I, I think when guys say, you know, it's more about the team than it is about an individual award, that, that goes one way. But this guy, like to say it's a distraction, an unnecessary distraction, that for me proves that it's not it, like he's more about pursuing something bigger. Like, you know, I don't know if that necessarily means a Stanley Cup, but he's in pursuit of, it seems like, excellence. Um, yeah, like, you know, we've harped so many times about when he makes a mistake and then he doesn't make that mistake again. Um, you know, what a what a uh, imposing force he is defensively, all the heady plays he makes, you know, on power plays, on, you know, penalty kills, on five-on-five five plays. Um, so for him to be, like, you know, worrying about, you know, uh, being diplomatic and having people vouch for him and, Hey, make sure you put your vote in. You think about Mo Sider, look at all these stats and for him to just call it a distraction, you know, from him just playing hockey and being excellent at hockey. Um, I, this is a guy, you know, as much as I, I rib the NHL about mortgage contracts, please give this guy a 30 year mortgage um, and just <laughs> let him be a Red Wing till the end of his days. Yeah, the second that he can re-up, I, I think those negotiations should start and stop. I think pretty quick. What do you want? Anything. We're good to go. Uh, also, I'll throw out there, too. I just thought about this while you were talking. Uh, a couple of contracts we haven't talked about yet. Um, pretty sure Dylan Larkin's going to need quite a bit of pay raise in a couple of years. Um, just go back to the free agency conversation. Hey, Dylan, have you ever seen uh, Tom Brady? You know, he, he would only ask for, like, you know, five mil. I do, do think, think Dylan Dylan will probably look at this team and know that he wants it to be more successful. I think I think he'll he'll undercut himself and I'll kind of look at it and be like, Dylan, what the hell are you thinking? I also but, know that he's he's suffered a lot for this terrible team, so I do kind of want him to get paid a little bit. Yeah, I, I think <laughs> you know what I mean? if anybody deserves that extra money. Um, yeah. Now we do have more cider news, so at least we can keep the tag on our episode. Uh, Sider said he, he's also going to be going to the world championships for Germany next month. Um, now is that hockey or he's just going to be he's just representing Germany yeah, in a, in a battle, the, the strength, you know, <laughs> the feats of strength. Um, and what I saw too today, when I was trying to look this up, um, it looks like Ned's going to IHF too, the world championships. So Ned's going to be playing for the U S as a fan or playing for how many, how do I have to say playing Jesus? Yeah, Ned. He, had a, for he had a rough end of the season. That's what I'm saying. Oh, well, not Cider. You can't make the same joke twice. Say for Ned. Reasons. No, for Mo, I was making the joke that he's such an incredible like man's man. He might be just defending Germany in the feats of strength against the rest of the nations. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, Those are two it, different it jokes. Very possible. Yeah. Okay. No, you're right. Um, all right. So, uh, I don't know. We've been talking for over an hour here um we've got any last comments i don't want any comments to go yeah well let's see i think we did do this one so right we did russ's yes we did hit uh turk Turk. yep uh brad threw out there i don't see steve signing someone who's over 25 four plus years right now top two d men and top six forwards are going to want that and we'll get it from other teams that we haven't talked enough about that um about steve and the the, like the age of the guys that he goes after no i i i 
I just feel like we haven't given enough time to the fact that there's going to be a lot of options out there. And this still is something for Forsberg where he doesn't have a cup this year. Is he like, oh, man, I, I know where I'm headed. Um, to a rebuilding team. <laughs> uh, Turk throws in there. Uh, I think this is about Klingberg. He's afraid he's going to be another Letty. I like them both, but chemistry is always an issue. I don't know why. Um, I don't know. Let me make sure. Yeah, I think that was the last defenseman we talked about. I wouldn't say I have that worry. I think you're definitely getting an upgrade from Letty. So if you're looking to upgrade this team in different spots and you're going for iterative uh, advancements uh, and upgrades, I think I think you you are upgrading the team absolutely from going from Letty to Klingberg. Um, there's just all those other risks that I'm I'm a Nancy boy who isn't afraid to make the big splash. I guess is where that kind of feel. I, I most of the comments are pushing against my thought process so i'm learning right now that i don't have the guts to be a gm for jared for ace for turk uh for brad uh I dan do. silver in in, in Klingberg's defense uh as far as him being a letty i mean this guy has put up almost a 70 bomb as a defenseman back in 2017-18 so this this would yeah. be a significant upgrade from Letty. I'm just just throwing yeah, that more out there. points per offensively. It's pretty good. Um, as a career. Oh no, no wait. Forsberg's got the 84 spot right now, right? But then he, before then, uh, struggled yeah. to. Okay, uh, that was dumb. I'm glad I threw that one in there. Uh, but yeah, I think that's it. Um, oh, one last one from Turk. Oh wait, two. I'm sorry. Ace throws in there. A lot can happen in three years. There's a lot of good and a lot of bad that can happen in three years. I think we mentioned in the last episode we still have to get through the sophomore year of lucas raymond and Moritz cider right yeah it's true most cider might want to be a professional wrestler i don't know <laughs> well, that'd lot, be very bad yeah that can happen I, I like i mean that's that's a that's a both sides kind of thing turk thrown in there we need more vets age should not be an issue right now uh, I don't know, Turk. Uh, oh, can it geez. not be an issue? Yeah. yeah. Oh, geez, Turk. Uh, I don't know, Rick. <laughs> what do you think? I think it's not that we don't want guys. It's not like we're not trying to do. We're not trying to get a, a like a, the office ageism suit filed against us. But the way that the Red Wings prospects are coming up, I think. I think what Matt tries to get at is try to set up that timeline. So the overlap works. So those guys are coming up and kind of ready to play. And then like the high priced veterans that you'd be signing are like, you know, at the same time where right now, if we, you know, throw a bag at Forsberg, <laughs> I don't know we might I be squeaking in at right? maybe the eighth seed. I still don't know if we're quite like, you know, battling for like home ice in the first round at a four or five seed with just Forsberg, you know? Yeah. 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 All right. So it is in next. So we have this upcoming season. You know, Dylan finishes this season. Then we have 2023. And then we got to pay Dylan. So next year we're paying Dylan. Am I saying that right? Does that make sense to you? That's something we got to talk about. <laughs> Not now. We'll, we'll talk about it later. <laughs> but that's something we got to we got to wrap this up but eventually yeah, we, we got one we got one season with Dylan that he's a UFA and we're like oh fuck 
Here comes that ten million a year. But but that's the thing. Like back to the mo point of giving him whatever. I kind of want to do that for Dylan. Kind of feel like he deserved it. I mean, I said talk that. about a guy. Yeah, no, and I I just I, I guess I'm not I'm not arguing you on that point. Um, if his jersey's a little bit darker, they don't do that for the captains. It's because he's bled for this team. <laughs> Literally, yeah. I mean, missing seasons because of broken bones. Um, let's uh blood loss. Let's do something Trauma. for the captain. Yeah. Um. All right. So we got to pay the captain. Um, Plus, if we pay we him, it'll be easier to negotiate years. when we say, all right, you can't make our captain's money, but right <laughs> below that. yeah, <laughs> That one I'm ready to let go of. I, I, I like it. I think maybe we can keep cider under that rule, but. All right, we got to stay alive. Nobody's even commenting. We're at an hour anymore. 15. All right. Yeah. Everybody, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for the. Um, um i don't know we had a pretty lively back and forth because uh nobody i i didn't sway anybody um i think and in coming into the gray with me today but um you know nobody nobody pulled me out of it i'm just in a big gray fluffy cloud right now just bringing everybody down <laughs> nobody wants to go through the off season with matt all right thanks for coming to guy uh come to tune in guys um Head on over to Spotify. Give us the rating. It helps us out. We have uh, Apple Podcasts as well. Subscribe, rate, review. And then uh, if you're on YouTube right now, hit that like button. And we also have our shop. If you go to our Twitter page, we have a, I've made a sweet new web page uh, specifically for mobile users that I hope somebody has clicked on at least once because it took me a minute. Um, it's got a pretty cool animation on it. All right. So go check that out. Um, but it's going to have a shop. It's uh, bodpodcast.com and click the shop button on the homepage. That's our shop. All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks for coming. Sorry for the confusing start time. Uh, but our apology is a show that ran over the allotted time we wanted to go. So, with that, Mike, let's sail off into the sun. Let's do it.